if you were to put into perspective how many trees were cut in, think of it this way. Between 2000 and 2010, we had enough trees cut each year uh, to cover the state of Mississippi, the entire state of Mississippi. You're listening to Waste Design Shop, a weekly show about how founders, creatives, and innovators are using waste as a raw material to create innovative design products. What if you could turn today's trash into tomorrow's billion-dollar business idea? We're here to open your mind to what's possible. Learn what waste products are ripe for the picking, get inspired to design for a circular economy, and shop to reflect your values of a brighter and healthier future. I'm your host, Emily Packer, founder of Cold Harbor Tiles. Today, we are learning from Gabe Tavis, the winner of the 2021 U.S. James Dyson Award for his invention, Pyrus, a sustainable material made from kombucha waste. Motivated by the urgency to combat deforestation, the team at Symmetry Wood uses repurposed bacterial cellulose to create an alternative to tree-based wood. The idea? Make wood without cutting down trees. Though still in the early stages of development, they have already used this innovative material to create smaller items such as jewelry and guitar picks. I spoke with Gabe from the bustling University of Illinois, you may hear a bit of background noise in this episode about the inspiration for Pyrus and his plans for the future. Pyrus was something that uh, was inspired by uh, a different material's name, uh, and this material is called Pycrete. Um, and Pycrete was an inspiration not just from a name basis, but also from a formula basis. Uh, what it is essentially is basically sawdust frozen in water. And when sawdust is frozen in water uh, at the right mixture and under the right conditions, it can potentially be even more impact resistant than concrete. Um, so there's been some popular videos out there of people taking a bullet and shooting uh, it at this piece of block of pie creek. Um, when I was little, I saw it in some documentary and I actually would build snow forts in Chicago out of some of these pie creek blocks. Not entirely, but I put them in certain spots so that my fort would be very, uh, pretty much impenetrable. And I, that annoyed my next door neighbor at the time, but we have a good laugh um, about it in my family from time to time now. Uh, but, you know, I thought back to that material, pie creek. So that's, you know, sawdust frozen water, like I said. So that's another way to think of that is like cellulose frozen in water and water is the matrix, but obviously frozen water is not going to last at room temperature. Um, and so what if we found a different kind of matrix? And so um, in my research, I, and all my experiments, I realized that a gel could be a better matrix for cellulose. Um, and of course, instead of using sawdust, I use bacterial cellulose. So uh, you noticed how I tweaked that a bit there in order to arrive at the basic concept we are now with Pyrus. Kombucha is something that is brewed by this same bacteria that we use to make our material. So, you know, the kombucha and the cellulose are both created by the same organism. Uh, so there was a bit of a convenience factor at the time when I was starting this project. Um, you know, it was quite easy for me to just, you know, brew this bacteria 
even in my dorm, in my house. Um, and so there was just a kind of logistical uh, factor there that made me want to tinker with that, uh, as opposed to like, for example, growing some other plant aside from trees to get the cellulose. Um, and so, you know, that was one reason. A second reason is that, you know, this cellulose um, is actually quite pure. Um, if you were to try and get cellulose from plants, it would actually be, you know, quite, uh, you know, kind of, I don't want to say contaminated, but it would be mixed with other kinds of molecules like lignin, uh, hemicellulose. Um, so not very pure. It's not very, like, easy to isolate it. Whereas this bacteria will produce pure cellulose um, and cellulose that, from what I've read, actually has uh, superior tensile strength, um, as well as other uh, properties that are pretty appealing. So, you know, we're, you know, we're getting our cellulose from this bacteria um, in a pretty, I'd say, streamlined way. And it comes out being, you know, a kind of substance that is, you know, is even better in some ways than plant cellulose. So those were some of the reasons why I wanted to work with that strain out. And it's since evolved to become a you know, more complex project. And we're trying to see how far we can push it. Obviously, when people think of wood, I mean, I imagine they're going to probably picture larger items, maybe furniture, uh, perhaps buildings, um, you know, even kind of larger product designs. We're not getting there just yet. We're starting quite small, um, beginning with guitar picks, which have been performing pretty well um, physically, and they've been selling uh, pretty well considering our stage and size. Um, online and in both retail. Uh, and we've also been starting to explore the jewelry market more. And we have a jewelry designer on our team who's been fantastic in just helping us figure out new ideas and um, you know, putting together kind of customer insights for that market. So like if we get a baseline going for Symmetry from those small products, then we can slowly build up enough revenue to upgrade to larger ones later like furniture. Um, so it's a you know step-by-step -step process for sure. And that's where we're at right now. Um, we're also looking potentially into maybe even a 3D printing process that would allow us to make more complex geometries later, um, maybe offer some sort of customization with this material. That's still very much experimental, but I thought I would just share that to let you guys know about kind of our more uh, creative ends of the product development stuff. I've had many people kind of like describe it as having its own kind of grain. Well, you'll notice there's kind of a, uh, markings and uh, different uh, gaps uh, uh, within the surface of the material that give it kind of an interesting pattern. You probably can see that too on some of the guitar picks. Like each guitar pick has like a different look. It's not all the same. So there is some kind of grain going in there. It does have a slight kombucha-like smell uh, when you are... Uh, kind of doing heavy sanding on it. Um, a lot of woods will give off a smell, so that's not necessarily a huge detractor. Um, in fact, I would even say that, you know, since our material is trying to closely resemble even like exotic woods, uh, you know, a lot of exotic woods are, you know, they produce sawdust that is quite hazardous to breathe in. It's a sensitizer. So people who might not even have asthma could breathe it in and they could immediately get asthmatic symptoms 
uh, and even hives. I've had people really tell me this, like the reaction can be almost immediate. Um, and I can tell you from having worked with Pyrus and having seen other people work with Pyrus um, that the dust is not going to be that horrible. Um, I, of course, you still want to make sure there's ventilation and keep dust collection going on like you would with all the other kinds of woods. But it's not like that immediate hazard that you see with a lot of exotic wood dust coming from trees. Um, in terms of density, I mean, this material will sink in water. I have tested that, so it is leaning on the more dense side of the wood uh, spectrum, if you will. Uh, just like a lot of exotic woods, a lot of exotic woods are very dense, very heavy, uh, and they'll sink in water. So that's uh, that, I hope, gives you guys a visual uh, comparison. Just anecdotally, I mean, I can say that uh, you know, it's not going to dent terribly easily with, like, if you were to take a nail, for example, and try and, like, push into the material with just your hands. Um, I would, I don't expect there to be, like, a huge dent form. Whereas if you were to do that to Home Depot wood, uh, you might start to get some good scratches in there, maybe, like, a, a kind of, like, small crevice forming. Uh, so, you know, it, it has that hard surface to it when it's dry. Uh, and that helps give it like a pretty smooth surface too. Like if you were to give this, you know, thing a, a quick polish with like, you know, 220 grit paper, sandpaper, uh, you're going to get something that feels quite, you know, smooth. You're not going to get any like a rough texture really left over. Um, and that looks really great on jewelry items, guitar picks, like it'll feel quite uh, slick in your hand and, um, you know, pretty nice to touch, to be honest. Like I, I sometimes catch myself uh, going back and kind of feeling the guitar picks just because like I'm, I'm admiring the feel of it and the look of it at the same time. So, yeah, I think those are, you know, those are the main things I thought I would share um, so from a visual perspective. Numbers wise, we're still figuring out um, exact numbers. Um, just because, again, we're getting we're in the early stage and getting more funding to do materials testing. So that's something we hope to eventually be able to offer to um, people curious about our material. Um, but for now, I thought that would just be a good anecdotal description. Um, I should also add, last note, this material has been successfully run on laser cutters and CNC machines. Um, and we did even a very brief test on the wood lathe. Uh, so those those kinds of woodworking equipments, um, things you might find in design studios and makerspaces, could be used on this material without too much issue. So, yeah, I hope that's a pretty good description for all of you. When this material is uh, wet, like it's you know quite moistened for a significant amount of time, um, maybe just a couple days, it will start to grow mold on it, just like wood in the forest when it falls over would grow mold on it and start to decay uh, so if you left it outside there's reasonable chance that i mean it'll uh you know decompose or accept the fungal organisms that uh decompose a lot of other natural materials so uh it doesn't repel those kinds of uh, uh decomposers uh if you will uh, which is encouraging we, again this is another area where we want to eventually be able to run formal tests on it to see how long it takes. 
and under what kinds of conditions. But uh, just you know, from working with it hands-on, seeing it over time, uh, that's something that we have found to be encouraging uh, and you know, heading in the right direction. Because we don't have any petroleum or uh, you know, toxic additives, it doesn't repel you know, life. It doesn't repel, repel living organisms um, like uh, you know, certain petroleum products will. I was imagining this being a material that could be 3D printed. I already talked about 3D printing earlier in this interview, but I mean, like at the very start, I thought about doing 3D printing right away. I was wanting to see about making some sort of material, wood-like material, uh, that uh, you know could be 3D printed without cutting down trees. Um, and then you get the customization and the sustainability factor all at once. But just going through a lot of the technical hurdles and the fact that, you know, it was so hard sometimes to convince people to join me in that effort because it seemed like such a, you know, uh, you know, unlikely uh, sort of uh, project to succeed with. Uh, I often found myself doing it alone. So one of the key things I did was really backed, I backed up and I simplified and went back to kind of first principles on, okay, what's the simplest version of this idea that I can make to get the proof of concept across, and then I can upgrade later. And that was actually a very critical step because that allowed me to get away from the complexities of the 3D printing right away and just focus on making the best material possible. So I thought about, again, that's where I started to research about bacterial cellulose. Um, and then I realized, okay, hey, this is something that I could work with more. And then I just focused as much as I could all my free time into tinkering with that material and trying out different combinations until I arrived at something that would work. Um, so that was a bit of quite a bit of a process. I mean, I had some one person when I was when I was pitching the idea at one uh, startup event. I do remember one person saying that my idea was just not possible. It was breaking the second law, I think, of thermodynamics. Um, so I can understand because it, it was a far-fetched concept. Probably the way I explained it didn't, uh, wasn't super clear to him at the time, but there was a lot of pushback for sure um, to answer your question. And uh, you know, simplifying and just staying true to the mission were just critical to me pushing through those challenges. Um, so yeah, for those of you listening and working on your own venture, um, that old saying is very true. Don't give up, just adapt and learn from the criticisms that some people give you, constructive criticisms anyway. Definitely this award has been, you know, truly transformative um, personally and for Symmetry. Um, I'd say, you know, there's been just, uh, you know, the, just the sheer media attention has been, you know, really something else. Um, you know, I don't think I, there was any part of me that was really imagining it getting it, getting to like the, you know, pages of the World Economic Forum or Fast Company, and then getting all of these collaborators through those media channels. Um, so that has been great. I mean, people just know more about our work before we were kind of, uh, very much a project in the closet, so to speak. Um, you know, we were doing the work, but it wasn't quite known and we weren't quite at the point of trying to sell anything yet or build up a community um, on a global basis. 
But now that we've gotten the Stetson Award, there's a kind of new sense of credibility and just a tremendous amount of momentum that has energized our team. Um, it's energized me a lot. Um, it's just made me more determined to keep doing the things I'm passionate about, um, trying to deal with uh, these environmental problems that are uh, so pressing in our world. If you were to put into perspective how many trees were cut in, think of it this way. Between 2000 and 2010, we had enough trees cut each year, so annually, uh, to cover the state of Mississippi, the entire state of Mississippi. And so that, that is a tremendous amount of just kind of surface area of the globe, um, of the country, um, that you can kind of keep in your mind. I believe the World Wildlife Fund talked about there being up to 1.2 billion people that are affected by deforestation. So don't just think about the people living in the forest or near it. Think about also those of you who are uh, dependent on even medications that are coming from uh, the rainforest. A lot of our key ingredients were either inspired or sourced from these very biodiverse places. And so when we destroy them, we're endangering those economic assets. Uh, and then additionally, when we destroy forests, we're also cutting down you know, these huge carbon sinks, the, these things that are uh, helping us combat climate change. So climate change is affecting everyone, um, some more than others, but everyone's going to be affected if they haven't already been. Um, and you know, forests help us to slow down the pace of that. But the more we destroy them, uh, the faster the change will become. And at that point, the more unresolvable uh, climate change will become. So th these are just some of the reasons why we need to care about deforestation. And, uh, if anyone wants to hear more about what we're doing with Cemetery, you can always check out the website at cemeterywood.com. Um, and then, you know, my contact information is linked to that website in one way or another. So feel free to reach out if you feel like maybe our, we have a circular economy project that uh, would pair well with Symmetry, you can reach out to me and the rest of my team and we can follow up with you. That's it for this week. If you like what you heard, please rate, review, or share with a friend. It's time to eliminate the concept of waste.